This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So last couple of things. First of all, I, I want to get to what you did earlier this week when you got back from Indianapolis, but I want to talk about you being in Indianapolis. Thrilled to know <laughs> that you found the Hoosier hospitality so amenable. And look, I'm an Indiana native. I get a lot of uh, uh, good-natured ribbing, some maybe not so good-natured at times, but I'm proud to be from Indiana. My brother has lived in Carmel, Indiana for the better part of 30 years. It's a tremendous place to live. Uh, Indianapolis is one of my favorite cities because I grew up in small town USA in the northern west part of the state. But I, I am glad to hear that you had such a good time in uh, in Carmel, in Westfield, and in Indy. Full disclosure, I went in fully ignorant about where I was headed. You know, I knew we were going to be out in the Indianapolis suburbs, and I, I knew little more than that. I, I expected a, sort of a, a rural, uh, smaller suburb, you know, to, to be walking into. Uh, it's not what I walked into in Carmel, and it was, like, really cool to to go through the downtown there, the city center there, some of the surrounding areas, and see the volume of restaurants that were really cool and full of people and served good food and weren't chains. And it was just like, okay, this is, there's a vibe here. We went out to a reunion dinner on Friday night with our old friend, Rich Campbell, uh, a bunch of people that used to be on the beat with Rich to the Sun King Brewery and had, had a, a oh, few drinks. Choice. That, great choice. Great there, choice. I had a tray of nachos from the, <laughs> the nacho place there that was top notch, you know? And so you're like, okay, this is, there's, there's a buzzer. You walk down the street, there's three other cool places. You go here. It, it, it was just the, the, the magnitude of the cool places and the, the, the size and the, the scale of everything, it blew my mind because I went in, com- like I said, completely blind and completely ignorant. And then on, on Saturday before the game, I go for a run on the, I don't know if it's pronounced Monon Greenway or Monon, Monon Greenway. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool too. And everywhere I ran, there were people and there was energy and there was a vibe. And I was just like, man, this is like, I don't know. It was just, it was fun for me. And uh, Mark Potash had one of the best tweets when I tweeted out my, my praise of, of Carmel, Indiana. He said, Oh good. You finally like something or something to that, to, to that extent. So, so that was a well played by Mark. It's why he's a first ballot Twitter hall of famer. Yeah. Um, and yes, I, I, I can be happy Chicago and, and there are certain things that make me happy. What didn't make me happy was my golf score on Friday with rich. I uh, lost everything. The entire part of my entire game came unraveled in front of uh, in front of my old beat colleague and it was a, a disaster well, that's good yeah nice weather uh indy's a great place my son went to butler so i'm well familiar with the broad ripple area as well and it's just yeah, recommended for people if they it's it's different it's it's just uh 
It's very comfortable. And and the cost of living you can't beat. So yeah, that's the uh, following was brought the preceding was brought to you by the well uh, Marion County Chamber of Commerce. I signed up for for the, the tourism bureau in Carmel and I will be back there in uh, 2024 because the Bears play at the Colts next season. So let's go back down and we'll we'll see what we can make. Gotta love it. Maybe I can make that one. There you go. And then when you did get back from your vacation in Indy, it seemed like you were gone forever. Um, (laughs) You had a pretty meaningful visit this week with Steve McMichael. I know that we're waiting like a lot of people in Chicago for news about his Hall of Fame uh, possibilities. And and that's going to be coming down any time now. And, and he just remains an inspiration with ALS. Uh, you got uh, through to him. You communicated with him. What can you say about what you were able to uh, talk about with Steve McMichael? Yeah, Dave, I, I've got like goosebumps on my arm and a little bit of a lump in my throat because it's a really difficult thing to process, you know, just, just how a, a, a guy who was such a, a massive personality, a huge human being with that huge voice and that, that booming laugh is now, you know, bedridden and incapacitated and, and just fighting this, this brutal, cruel fight with ALS. But, but you, you have these moments um, just standing by his bedside where, you know, he gets excited and he bugs those eyes out and raises his eyebrows. at something you said, and he, he, he gives the, the, you know, the smile that he can give right now. And, and, and you just feel the spirit still in there, you know, and it's really hard to process. I had a conversation this morning with Dan Hampton about it. Who's obviously been his close friend for more than 40 years and just how, how difficult it is to process that, that, that this, this guy that, that you, whose presence was everything is now relegated to, to, to this fight that he's had to fight. I I had a good talk with Misty, his wife. She is so enlivened by this hall of fame bid that they've been on this summer and believes that, that just the hope that it's provided has given him vitality and vigor in a way that wasn't there. Um, And so hopefully when, when the senior committee finishes up, you know, it's Tuesday afternoon right now and they finish their deliberation and they choose up to three senior finalists for the class of 2024, that Steve McMichael's name is on that list because if it is, he just needs an 80% vote of the, the 50 member committee in January and he will be part of the induction and enshrinement ceremony in August of 2024. And it would be just a really, really cool exclamation point and just a, a, a welcome moment for a guy who's been forced to endure this. I mean, it's just, it's unfathomable. And I tweeted out a picture of me with Steve and Misty and you, you see the physical shape he's in. And, and it's just, again, it's unfathomable. And yet, you know, mentally he's still in there. He's using his eye gaze device, David, now to learn how to, I'll give you a couple quick stories on that because he's learning how to, how to, how to talk with the eye gaze device by spelling out words or choosing pre-planned phrases. And I was talking a little bit about how one of the things that impresses me most about his career resume is the fact that he played, as I mentioned earlier, 203 consecutive games without missing a game, you know? And as I was talking about this, he chimed in uh, through the computer and said, I'm tough. You know, <laughs> it's really cool to hear that come through. And you're like, yeah, hell yeah, you're tough. And then Misty shared a, 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 a said that he's getting a little bold with the eye gaze, eye gaze device. And, and sometimes, you know, when he needs something, he'll tell them when he needs to roll over or when he needs to be adjusted. And she said, sometimes it's ice cream, Coca-Cola, ass on fire. And she said, she said, I have to say, slow down, slow down one thing at a time. I can only handle one thing at a time here. So he has needs. He still has that sense of humor. And I think all of Chicago is hoping that 
that, that the news is good news when it becomes official on Wednesday uh, that he will be a Hall of Famer. He'd be the fourth member of that 85 defense uh, following Mike Singletary, Dan Hampton, and Richard Dent. That would be a really cool accomplishment for a guy that they all really, really admired and appreciated. Every bit as deserving as any of them, too, just because of what he meant to that defense and, and what his spirit now means to the city. That's well put, and I think people can see that photo on your Twitter feed. Maybe Adam can tweet it out on the Take the North podcast at, at Take the North pod later today because it was pretty cool and to see you know you're right misty has just been terrific and and the whole way that the bears fans and and the bears media and a lot of people just the entire city of chicago have gotten behind uh mongo's cause has been inspiring so well done nice job and uh yeah let's hope that actually happens if he gets in she's already doing the research to try to figure out how to get an ambulance to get him to a medical airplane to get him to canton next august and that would be one of the cooler moments in in chicago bears history if all that stuff was able to come to fruition that would be cool so cool 